0: The following pre-recorded program is brought to you by Wrestling With The Inner Man. Welcome to Wrestling With The Inner Man, because the first fight we face each and every day is a fight with our flesh. Do we listen to our selfish, sinful nature, or to divine nature guided by the Holy Spirit? Your host, David Savage, is a product of the West Texas Desert and Energy Industry, who recently received the biggest promotion of his life, reporting directly to the top boss, God. Most people refer to this as retirement today. Co-host pastor and evangelist Aaron David Thomas is a bivocational pastor and a marketing manager hewn from the tough streets of Philadelphia. We hope you're ready to rumble because wrestling with the inner man begins now. Good
1: afternoon, listeners. What have you all been wrestling with over the last week? I just finished reading a deeply thought-provoking book, and maybe you guys will start snoring already, but (laughs) it's by Oz Guinness titled The Last Call for Liberty, and I have to confess that I'm wrestling with my inner man about losing hope for the future of our nation. Does anyone out there feel like our constitutional system of checks and balances is somehow way out of whack? The federal government has grown so large as we discussed last week and all the trillions of dollars of the current deficit that we all feel totally powerless to change anything. How and why did our nation's founders come up with a system of checks and balances, and why isn't it working better now? Aaron, are you prepared to go deep into our nation's founding principles and the Judeo-Christian beliefs that they were based upon? What up? What
2: up? Yeah, Dave, you know, I'm ready, always ready to get into it. But I want to give a shout out to our our wrestling with the inner man listeners. I want to call you the WWM. Thanks for tuning in and hanging with us this Sunday evening. You know, we're doing big things. And uh, yeah, Dave, I get it, man. Hope for our country, the checks and balances, because we know everything's out of whack right now. You know, um, I struggled with this topic, you know, mm-hmm. when you when you reached out to me and let me know that we were going to talk about it. And I hope you really caught what he was saying in the beginning because it's something that we really have to think about. Now. And I was talking to you like, how do we struggle with it? And then after you made it clear what it was about, it's like, we're, what is our hope in, you know? Right. If everything that we believe that is supposed to be uh, working and working in a certain way is failing us, what do we look to, right? right. And that's exactly what we're about to get into mm-hmm. and uh, see um, – how God has set up this country, right? You know, there was a principle that this country was founded on. And as uh, men and women, we had hope in that. and, And that was the guideline and the premise in which they built our country, its laws, its government and everything. So I'm excited. Let's get it, man. I mean, this is one of those things we don't think about all the time, but this is definitely something that men sit around and struggle with. Like, if this ain't working, What do I have hope in? How do I get it to work? Go ahead. Well, it's something that I
1: I do think about because I guess, you know, raised as a Eagle Scout, son of an Air Force Master Sergeant, you know, I'm I'm deeply patriotic and I I really drank the Kool-Aid, you know, as we were talking about (laughs) before, you know, so I I really love my country and I hate to see uh, it falling apart. But so I wanted to go back to how it was founded. And we've had a lot of uh, talk in the news today about our education system and civics and is it being taught. So there's a few points that I just wanted to make. About the founding, but have you ever considered that the Jews of the Old Testament were the first to institutionally express the separation of powers and their famous, what they called the three crowns of authority the king, the priest, and the the prophet? prophet, Each of them under God. So, some absolutely vital ideas were at work in this principle. First, A separation of powers, you know, that they needed to be separated. Second, a suspicion of power, which we all should certainly have that going on right now, big time. And third, a secularization of power because we don't want church and state to be on top of one another uh, as it was in much of history. So the king was not the priest. The priest was not the king. And the prophet was a social critic whose responsibility it was to hold the nation accountable to the standards of the covenant and thus – the king, the priest, and the people hold, or held to the covenantal commitments. For the American founders, the same insistence on the separation of powers led to the three branches of government the executive, the legislature, and the judiciary. A free and independent press and charismatic leaders such as Dr. Martin Luther King later filled the roles and recurring voices of prophetic criticism. I don't know if the free press is doing that right now. <laughs> I don't know if we have anybody like Dr. Martin Luther King. But, Aaron, what, what are your thoughts on the examination of its founding and how we've drifted from its intent today?
2: How we drifted. Well, listen, with that history lesson you just gave me, um, which was good because, you know, I like things to spark my mind to think, recall, and go through things. And I was thinking about, you know, when I was preparing for this, you know, how this country was founded. And you, you brought about the, the king, the priest, and the prophet. And I think about the Puritans that settled. Our, our country, you know, um, they believed in a, a government that was uh, run by divine guidance, right? They allowed the Bible uh, to help them create their laws, their way of existing. It's called a theocracy for all of you theologians out there, right? I'm using the right term. You know, people came to this country, came to America to uh, to escape religious persecution. You know, um, King James, King Charles. Um, but we've gotten so far away from that; we've lost our way, right? I don't, I don't know. Um, like I tell people, you know me, Dave. I didn't grow up uh, in the church. I didn't grow up um, a Boy Scout, an Eagle Scout, and um, I'm patriotic. Don't get it twisted. Like I, I, I tell people, like this, I'm a citizen of heaven. Uh, and an ambassador sent to America to preach God's gospel. And so since this is the land that God sent me to, God bore me in, God uh, has me in, believe me, I'm a fight for my land. Right? I'm going to fight for my fellow uh, American first and the ways and the laws of the land. As a matter of fact, God told me to be in subjection to the laws of the land. But now we see that our laws continue to shift our values, our morals and things shift further away from God. And my hope, man, is in the kingdom of God and that that be established, you know, because unfortunately, and I like the term you, you said, uh, we've drifted away. And it's a fact. I always tell men, women, whoever I get a chance to, if you're not moving towards God, you are drifting from God. And our country, since uh, the late 1950s, right, I had to research that. Trust me, I don't have all that knowledge in my head, but I look up some stuff. We have started to slowly move away from the uh, principles of the Bible and godliness and, you know, kicking prayer and stuff out of school. St- stuff that was foundational. And you go, well, what difference does that make? Because if the bottom isn't praying for the top and the top isn't praying, chaos. You drifted. You're you're, you're drifting apart. We have our, our 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 people have drifted from the people that represented us because we have drifted away from God. We, separation becomes what we do.
1: Yeah, I, well, this— There's some terrific examples that are going on right now with all this. Are you a vaccine person or an anti-vaxxer? And who has the authority? Can a mayor overrule a judge or a county judge or the, the state and the federal? So that's what I'm talking about. This is all happening and being debated, I mean, rather heavily right now on the whole vaccine and pandemic issue. But the separation of powers was once far stronger than it is today. It originally included a robust view you know, of the rights and the powers of the local government to balance the powers of the state government and the rights and the powers of the state to balance rights and the powers of the federal government. But this radical loss of self-government, this is really what it's about, the radical loss of self-government and the unchecked growth of centralized federal government has been a result of three things. Old evils such as slavery and new dangers such as terrorism, terrorism that have made it necessary. So we, we surrendered a bunch of rights after 9-11. You know, to allow the government to surveil our phones and everything else, so we're just starting to depend more on the federal government to just take care of us instead of governing ourselves. New technologies, procedures such as computerized bureaucracy, that made it possible; these new banking laws that are being proposed, to track every transaction down to six hundred dollars, and new ideologies such as progressivism that made it desirable. So we have to face the facts: the full system of checks and balances that the founders designed is is gone. And it's shifted to the centralized, elitist, and bureaucratic. You know th- that only been reinforced by globalization. And that's right. where my that's where I'm losing my hope. You know what the framers believe should complement and reinforce the Constitution and its separation of powers is, that is a distinctive moral ecology is at the heart of ordered liberty. And I love this uh, this this comment here. It says, you know, freedom requires limited government, but limited government requires unlimited character in its citizens or the habits of the heart. So if you take what happened in Wall Street in 2008, which was really the financial markets in just one sector of our society and basically unfettered capitalism, could soon be America's crisis played out on an even more gigantic screen. Leadership without character, business without ethics, science without human values, in short, freedom without virtue will bring the republic to its knees. And that's, 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 where, uh, that's where you're at.
2: I get it, man. And one thing I want to tell our listeners, we are not a political show. Absolutely not. This is something my man, he said, he woke up, he said, this is messing with me. And that's what we're talking about, what wrestle, what we wrestle with, you know, and and at first I didn't like this topic. Right. Because I didn't think about it because I come from a different perspective you know i'm trying to make it i, I come from a biblical place where you know i believe men is drift away the bible says in timothy that we're in perilous times where people are uh boastful proud abusers right our government's abusing uh what, what we have giving them but the thing is can we preserve and sustain our freedom i don't know um how that's going to work as far as our government's concerned but as a as a pastor as a man of god i take i take um Heart in the word. My, my hope is in Christ and Christ alone, because if we continue to focus on just this issue, right, even from my perspective, like this, I don't know how it's going to impact me. You know, my thing is, look, I want to work. I want to eat. I want to exercise the liberties that I've been walking in every day. But I see when these checks and balances are out, they're chipping away at my freedoms. Right. However, God taught me something that only Christ makes me free my true freedom is in Christ in Christ alone that's a hard thing to grasp okay let's get it
1: it's driving me back there that's 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 a good thing about it yeah it's God's plan or intention is to, to bring you back. to him
2: because you because you, we see that man uh, is falling we know that freedom isn't free not the freedom that we've experienced in this country you know and as an African American black man yes I am and uh, you know people always say you know I don't know what good old times you're talking about when you go back to or whatever the government did this government here's the thing it wasn't what the government did it was the potential of what the country had and the ability of what we can do with a de- uh, democratic society and we're getting away. Away from this this uh, this republic has changed our our government has changed we were now people are losing hope right like you said it's divide 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 for uh, first uh, before the uh vaccine or not vaccine it was mask or no mask it's black or white it's black and brown and like uh, just divide 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 why because they're divided Our our our, our powers to be Are legislative, executive, and judicial. They're divided. They have drifted away from their purpose. They have drifted away from God. And there go our hope in our country is waning. Right? It's truly waning. And if our hope in our country is waning, then hope in ourselves is waning. Like you, you like this, man. Things are just going to get worse. What I do, things are going to get worse. And I love the way you said that. It's part of God's plan to bring us back to him. Our hope should be in Christ and Christ alone. Our hope should be in the biblical principles that the government was established on, not the government itself.
1: Right. Well, it's like I said you have to have virtue to have a successful uh, constitutional republic. And that's kind of where it, it brings us back to God. If we don't have that, we don't really have a chance. And I think I think everybody would agree with that, regardless of any party affiliation or anything else. It's like we've we got to love one another and kind of think more about taking care of one another, then we have to be more Christ-like in that. Can
2: I, can I share a scripture that came to my yeah. mind? Yeah. Uh, Psalms 146, it says, Don't put your trust in princes and mortal men who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On the very day their plans come to nothing. Blessed is he whose hope uh, and help is in God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in it. Right? I, 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 that just came to me. I wanted to share it because that's what we want you, our listeners, to get. When no matter what we're talking about, no matter what we're wrestling with, we want to make sure we're pointing you to God.
1: Right, and and Aaron, you know, in one of our earlier shows, we even talked about I can't pick wasn't that particular show, but you said you cannot legislate a man's heart, you know, and we say, oh, we're new law, we're people. Quick example, you know. It, it doesn't matter, it's people that are pulling the triggers that cause, you know, <laughs> fatalities and, and you know, you can't legislate a man's heart. And so the laws of the land may provide external restraints on behavior to a degree that they can be enforced. Right. But the secret uh, of freedom is obedience to the un- obedient to the unenforceable, which doesn't mean all right, somebody has to be watching. <laughs> uh, which is a matter Waring of a finger, do which, your which, job, do your job. Which is a matter of virtue, which in turn is a matter of faith. So faith and virtue are indispensable to freedom, which you just said. Uh, John Adams, you know, one of our early presidents, wrote, Avarice, ambition, revenge, and gallantry would break the strongest cords as a whale goes through a net. <laughs> our Constitution was made only wholly inadequate to the government of any other. So, you know, that, that religious freedom is under attack today.
2: Oh, absolutely. I- and it's evident in what's happening everywhere else in our country, right? When when you attack, and and David, I want to, I, I definitely want to make this statement, listeners, is under attack. Catch that is way out of whack, and that that is out of balance. You can worship any; it's frowned upon. The Christian religion, religion is um, exclusive. Listen on that, right? And so people don't like it. So when you talk about uh, religious freedoms are being uh, persecuted.
1: Christian religious views are being persecuted because it's something that comes in inalienable rights in our Declaration of Independence from God, God and creator. so that means there's something higher than the state. It means we recognize that men are evil, that power corrupts. We have to have checks and balances on one another, or else, you know, it, it becomes a pure power struggle.
2: Right, I, I wrote this, you know, if America pulls, if we the people pull our heads out and come together and remember what uh, Lincoln said is that the government of the people, by the people, for the people shall not perish. Now, I, from the earth, I don't believe that because, you know, I believe God's kingdom is coming. But uh, if we remember what what we all and when I say. Oh, I mean, every race fought for and died for in this country. Because no matter, no matter, you know, it's funny when you think about uh, separation and how we continually see them trying to, the government uh, enforcing that. When it comes time, our patriotism and being proud of America, every war, we've all come together, no matter what color. You know why? Because we've all believed in what this country could be. We all believed in the opportunity that we had uh, uh, this, to build this constitutional republic, uh, this the democratic society. We believed in that idea guiding us. We would get to where we need to be. And now we've gotten so far away from it. It's crazy.
1: But there's still people coming to our country from all over the world who are the best and the brightest and, you know, of every nationality, color and creed because they want freedom of religion. You know, they want. They don't want a one-child policy of China. That you know, so there's a lot of people that have come here that are the immigrants that want to be Americans. But we have to remind: what does it mean to be an American? It's believing in these ideas and participating in self-government. We don't need a big overreaching federal government. So,
2: absolutely not. Yeah, that that that's a problem and an issue that uh, that is going to wax worse if we don't get a hold of it. And what I mean is that we need to pray for officials, uh, not uh, for them to perform the way they handle things, but for them to get back to their relationship with Christ. I I just remembered this. You know, I I heard Nancy Pelosi say something when Trump was in office about, uh, uh, I pray for him and, and, and I go, man, I hope that's true. But are you praying for you? And are you praying for Schumer? Are you praying for the country as a whole? Or or, or did you say, I I pray for Donald Trump as a slight, as a a slander, and not as a blessing, as a hope, right? And in that prayer, do you pray that you and he, and and when I say you and he, Democrat and Republican, uh, black and white, can work together, right? You know, it's, I, I think it's the word of God, Uh, That is going to help man get back. But as we sit and discuss this, Dave, we got to do something.
1: Yeah. Well, there's two obvious truths that confront the West. And this isn't just America. I would say just like the West. First, we must confront the fact that over the past 200 years, the West has chosen to cut itself off decisively from the Jewish and Christian faiths that once provided its roots in its moral and social ecosystem. Oh,
2: yeah. I know this. By
1: its own choice. The West has become, this is his term, Os a cut flower civilization. We forget that flowers in a vase may be beautiful, but they simply will not last. The flower of freedom is no exception. If the Jewish and Christian roots are severed, where does the West seek to ground its freedom now? You know, our founders developed an incredible system of checks and balances because they understood how power corrupts and evil is ever present in man's nature. Such realism about the flawed nature of humanity and The enduring necessity of a clear separation of power is conspicuously absent in America today, especially on the left, where this utopianism is never far away. They just say, "Oh, these wonderful ideas and we'll just we'll just t- eliminate property rights, and we'll just share everything. And you know, it's it's uh, it's it's like uh, an opium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a key reason for persistent dangers of overreaching presidential power, overreaching judiciary, the practice of burgeoning executive regulations, all these executive orders. The idolatry of politics that is represented by politicization, which leads in turn to idolatry and state and state control. That that's just I, I do not want to see us go there and I'm praying to God that He can save us from it.
2: You know when I talk to you, Dave, I gotta carry a dictionary. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just feel a little dumb around Dave. No, but I, great point. And and, and it's truly I, I truly like the way you express it, the way you make my mind think about it and um you know, that cut flower civilization, I understand that. You know, and the sad part about a flower when it's cut, if it's not um, immediately reattached uh, it, it, to the stem in which it was cut from, it's going to die. It'll look yep. good, but it's going to die. And um, sad to say, my belief is that we've been cut a little too long. Yeah. And uh, and so, my again, my hope's not in how we are going to make our comeback, because I believe, and I need to clear up, this is a little personal thing between me and Dave, that America will always be here. But will America always be the America that has started out the world power, the the country that was able to police the world and provide and protect the world, the country that everybody is going to always want to come to? I don't know. But I do know this. I do know there's a kingdom coming. (laughs) that will never fall and so when you think about where your hope has to really lie where you have to really get to is like this god have your way protect me in this world in this society and let me do the one thing you've called me to do and that's preach the gospel even in this broken judicial legislative executive system that i live i can make a difference i can pray man the greatest weapon of my warfare is prayer and i and i can evangelize and, and share the gospel um I believe one thing we don't do um, on this show, we don't lose faith, right? And, and, and we remember, and this is what we want for you. We want to remind you of our hopes in God.
1: Well, yeah, it is, and I, I, I brought this heavy issue to the table because I wanted to discuss it. I wanted heavy. to know what our audience felt about it, but – it's one worthy of wrestling with, I believe. And it, but it's also a call for restoration of checks and balances, much like our sponsor, ERS. ERS, Restores baby. your old damaged electronic equipment back to a like-new condition. That's what I'm praying for. And if you are interested in joining me in these kinds of discussions, maybe not this one in particular, <laughs> but, but in a virtual Zoom group format on Monday evenings, I would like to offer a free copy of my book, The Savage Path, to the first 25 people who sign up by emailing me at wrestlingwiththeinnerman at com. So what you'll need to do is provide your name, your email address, and mailing address so I can send you the book, and then our initial study will begin using my book, and there's a study guide in the back that we'll be going through. So I just wanted to put that out there as an offer.
2: Right on. Hey, um, I too want to thank Urs. And listen, listeners, I know this is a heavy topic, and, and like I said, I struggle with it, but the the fact of the matter is, Dave is right. It's something that men wrestle with. Just because it's not something on my radar or maybe the average Joe, but men that are working, that are uh, uh, trying to take care of their family, that are trying to lead their family, this is an issue. Military men, military, it's yeah, right, right, and and our our shows for every man. Right. And here's the thing. You can always get something out of it. If you take time, listen to it on our podcast. Go to Wrestling with the Inner Man uh, podcast. Uh, Tune into our shows, which is on 1070 a.m. The answer. The answer uh, every Sunday at 630. So we'll see you there. God. We want to thank you, Lord, for allowing us to address this topic, which is uh, in the hearts and minds of uh, most people. Where do we get our hope from? How do we uh, get things back in balance? Uh, Lord, I ask that you continue to guide us and allow us to know that you are our North Star. You are our compass, uh, that when we're in Christ, we are fully balanced. Uh, when we are in Christ, that you check and watch over us. And I just pray for our listeners. I pray that you touch each and every man, woman and child that listen. Bless them, Lord, to know you better. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for listening to Wrestling with the Inner Man with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. We believe the winners in this ring courageously follow God's word, love and protect God's woman, excel at God's work, betters God's world and his children. For more information, reach out to David and Pastor Aaron at Wrestling with the Inner man at gmail.com. That's wrestling with the inner Man at gmail.com. Tune in next time as Wrestling With The Inner Man tackles more tough topics to train up a generation of better men.